Look ghastly, Robert. I haven't been sleeping. I broke my daughter. They keep changing math. We needed double-A batteries, but I got triple-A's, and now we still need double-A batteries. Put one red thing in and a load of whites, and now everything's pink. Then I think we need eggs. Done properly, parenting is a heroic act. Done properly. <laughs> everybody, welcome to a special edition of the Analysis with Matt and Bob. I'm Matt, I'm out in LA uh, on the assignment for the World Cup. And uh, joining me, I hope he brought his super suit, it's Bob Panel. Honey, where is my super host? Mr. Hayes. <laughs> welcome right back. And, and you said you're out in LA, but you're lying to the people. You're already lying because you're actually on location in Sin City. In Las Vegas. Las Vegas, that's right. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, <laughs> some uh, location of some of my favorite scenes in some of my favorite movies. Uh, most importantly, the oh, double yeah. down scene in one of my Bibles, Swingers. Double down. Swingers is... Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby! Yeah, Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, baby! Three hours later. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, baby. Vegas. You're money, baby. You look money. Like There's I some money you don't even know it, Bob. Got the suit? Like I'm the man. Well, let's jump right into this let's thing. Jump into this we thing. got uh, we got Incredibles two. Um, it's been out of the box office for uh, a couple of weeks now. I think most people should have seen it. So, uh, spoilers galore. Um, and you haven't seen it, make sure you do because Pixar just once again is on top of the game. They can't be stopped. Um, I the last movie came out in 2004, which yeah, I didn't 14 realize years ago. It's been that it's been long. 14 years. Four- 14 years, and the sequel picks up minutes, minutes after that last exactly. one ended. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Brad Bird, the director, had said that he didn't want to he, he didn't want to make another one unless it was going to be as good as the first one. So he really took his time, kind of fleshing it out, which is pretty cool. I I appreciate that. I like when it's when the art kind of happens organically instead of due date. Instead of, like, Cars? Yeah, instead of Due Date movie. Where, uh, Brad Bird, get us the sequel by the end of this time. And so then the process gets rushed. And so he took his time. You know, figured everything out. I think they recast a couple of the kid voices. Because those 14 years, that the kid who played Dash is probably in his 20s now. And the balls dropped. And so they got a, <laughs> they got a few new voices. But, yeah, picks up seconds after. Because that's the beauty of animation can just make the characters the same age and the the beat goes on the the freight chain keeps rolling yeah i really because I the lead up to this i, I didn't feel like there's much fanfare um or like build up to it um that like you would expect from a tentpole pixar you know 14 year we waited for the sequel um it kind of just came out and i was like oh my god they're an incredible sequel i mean i knew it was in the works but uh it kind of took me by surprise. I, I was like, oh. and then it was already the biggest opening for an animated film, like right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised and, at, um, the, at the people going out, but it might also be because it's kind of a soft summer season. There's not a ton to look forward to, in my opinion. So maybe that's the increased foot traffic. Plus, in those 14 years, in, in the wake of that, the superhero wave has, has hit America and people are just starving, uh, you know, and, and thirsty as hell for... For superhero stuff so you know 
Yeah, which is a point I want to make about this, because um, I've kind of been lukewarm on most of the Marvel films just because of the exhaustive nature of that, the world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this comes out, and it kind of like, it shows you what a great superhero movie can be and how much fun it is. Um, and just like how funny and silly and good for the family and all that yeah. stuff. Um, this was such a joy, and it's like, yeah, superheroes can be fun. It's not. It's not an exhausted medium. It's just, it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. And it's 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 about the the film itself as a standalone versus like, cr- the after credit scene. Yeah, I, I agree. And the the smart thing that Brad Bird does with this, and he had directed Mission Impossible, that Ghost Protocol movie, which yeah. was one that me and you, mm-hmm. in terms of the newer Mission Impossible in the series, that was our favorite one. And I had, I was having a conversation with someone who had recently seen this film, and they said they do a good job in The Incredibles of kind of blurring. It's it's it is superhero for sure, but it's also very spy. It's very kind of very spy mm-hmm. movie. So they they definitely have a balance in terms of that that I think helps it stand out in terms of all this superhero wave that's been coming on, and just the animation and the action scenes. Really, I had written down as something that I took away when I saw this. And just this is these action scenes to me stand out and last with me longer than anything that was in that new Avengers movie or anything in terms oh of God. yeah, in terms yeah. of some of these animated slash live action, you know, because a lot of that stuff in, in Avengers and, and I actually didn't mind the Avengers that much. But just the action scenes in this are, are really breathtaking. I thought they were pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we get that incredible opening scene of the uh, the, the underminer chase. Yeah, that was awesome. Which is just, it's so funny to like uh, to pick up exactly where they left off in the first one, and then to be completely seamless. And if you watched them back to back, you'd probably be like, "Oh my, my god, the animation's way better here." But if you thinking back on it, it, it does look the same, but also very impressive. Um, that was great. And then yes, you get this big set piece awesome scene and then you yeah you kind of like it, they bring in the spy elements and switch it up and it's it's it has more um kind of like layers to I it. agree um, more I agree they also gave you more frozone and I know you're yeah god <laughs> I love love what about frozone, frozone does it for you <laughs> I think it's the performance by Sam Jackson and uh he he's he's used like a uh like just like a perfectly He's used a perfect amount, like just like a great relief pitcher. He comes in, he gets the three outs, yeah. and he and he's he's done. He's not overused or because they know they have something really great with him. And it's so simple too. Um, all it is is a, uh, it's like frozen. Yeah. yeah, honey, where is my enough? Is enough? <laughs> enough is enough. Gets out there. I'll be right over there. Yeah. You better not be going anywhere, blah, 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 or whatever Damn the, the off-screen. Damn it, woman! Where is my super suit? Wife. Have you seen um, Have you seen these YouTube videos of uh, dudes dressed in full gear showing up in the exactly theater? And they look exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That... Like the exact same scrawny yeah, body that type. Yeah, was, that was pretty fantastic. It was pretty incredible, I guess you'd say. ba dum ba It was Speaking incredible. of people dressed up... Uh, I, I saw some people dressed up as Elastigirl, and this was a question I was going to ask you. Are you physically attracted to Elastigirl? Uh, Elastigirl is thick. Elastigirl is hot. She, she's th- T-H-I-C, I believe is how the kids are okay. spelling it. Um, 
She's got a great ass. <laughs> it's it is yeah. ludicrously formed. Like yeah, they really when you're designing these characters, they really spent a lot of time getting those thighs and hips. Yeah, the 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 Elastigirl <laughs> shape is definitely one that is made for the adults and, and not for the children. Like just just the decisions that went into where they they kind of filled her out was uh was pretty interesting but i the, i because i didn't think about it i didn't rewatch the first one before i saw this but uh, just as soon as it fired up i was like oh yeah that's right i forgot and then i started thinking she might be in my top three most attractive female cartoon characters of all time i would put her <laughs> i would put her behind jessica rabbit but maybe on i mean no one tops no, jessica that's, rabbit that's an all-timer but then, yeah, right on par with Lois from Family Guy for me. I don't know if I don't know where she fits into your canon. I know I'm kind of oh, okay. throwing it right yeah, at you, Lois. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no, it's just funny because like, uh, and then you see, um, yeah, the, the, these people dressed up in costume um, for like press events, and you kind of have to cast like a chick. Yeah, with, like, you got it. Ass. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> like when they're walking around Disney World, you know, when they have the people play the yeah. characters, I wonder what the casting is like for Elastigirl. Yeah, or then like even 14 years it's more prevalent now. I feel like no one was talking about it um 14 years ago maybe because meme culture wasn't as prevalent, but you know, the 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 the, the guys on Instagram, they're like, "Is it just me or is that Elastigirl?" super yeah. thick <laughs> and, uh and now that's come to the forefront and yeah with with the technology gets better um curves i suppose because that is very obvious that that's that's yeah, the thing definitely using that. How, how do you feel about holly hunter's voice though did, did that kind of get on uh, your nerves well, at all the the yeah, list well she's got that kind of southern like you know oh i'm a last girl kind of move I don't, I don't mind it mm-hmm. i i actually have always appreciated that the casting and craig t nelson i really like as the dad uh and then i mean the rest of it besides sam jackson the rest of it and then they and then they i like that they use bob odenkirk and they even the animation of bob odenkirk as the kind of slick lawyer politician mm-hmm. political guy uh and and that was one thing i had kind of noted about the the scenes too, uh, in, and um, they had Catherine Keener as the the sister, but uh, I, I they really they had obviously it was this they get the superhero stuff you, you, they they play a lot into the family and that's always kind of been Incredibles and so they kept it Incredibles with kind of the family element behind the superheroes, but they weren't afraid to get political with this one a little bit and just. For, I wonder, and and that was the, that's the cool thing about some of these is is that they're definitely for adults and children and the same, and they can because the kids can laugh at Jack Jack turning into forty five different babies, but then they'll they'll layer in some real plot shit with you know they'll they'll have a sit down conversation about superhero politics and lobbying and agenda and stuff like that. So I, I thought that that was those were kind of interesting casting choices as well, casting Odenkirk and uh Catherine keener how about yourself he was great yeah i mean uh, brad bird said in an interview that uh, he was his first choice and he's so glad that he got him um he was perfect for it um and then it's just great that you're able to get a guy like sam jackson to come back and yeah people like you know craig t nelson holly hunter they don't really have too much else going on but perfect for this um it's just yeah it's cool it's not just like you know just some giant hot new name 
Um, obviously, if you're gonna do a sequel, you gotta try to get the cast back. But uh, just, I mean, that's gonna be—it's gotta be so fun for Sam Jackson to do that. It's just so, so silly and awesome. And they, yeah, they, it was—it's just the first one was great and super funny, and this one is too. Like everything with uh, Mr. Incredible and Jack Jack in the house running around, and then the the stuff with the um, Edna and Jack yeah. Jack, where they. <laughs> he's, he, she's had him for a day and he's always walking the same now i'll agree that, that really jack jack is one of the highlights of this movie but in terms of the whole mr incredible staying at home and that whole i'm a dad and now i'm doing the diaper changing and the lunch making and now i'm stressed out and sleeping long nights i think that was a little cliche for me i i, I remember being a little turned off by it but they did give you some kind of fun moments with Jack-Jack, which paid it off a little bit, but that was the part where I was like, ugh, that and then the 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 villain in this one. I wasn't as in on. But those were the two little crazy. Yeah, the, it, it, was, it was a little too easy, and, and I, I don't even know about obvious, but just like, do you, do you, do you consider it like a, a Me Too movement? Uh, oh, over, yeah, they're definitely going for that. The screensaver thing, yeah, it's definitely uh, overuse of media, media dependency. That the, the fact that they're they overtake it during these kind of like sit down interviews, I that that's and that's kind of more I was going with the political element. You know, they they have they he's saying a little bit of something. I, I don't think he's going like full bore with it, but. I agree. That's that's kind of what they're going for. I just I that's not the the issue I had. I just I hated how telegraphed it was. You know, I'm I'm a guesser. Yeah. So if I can guess it in the first ten minutes, I get a little perturbed. Well, I was just um, well, they're not trying to like it's not like Westworld. They're not trying to trick everybody so that they can't figure that's it out. True. But it it is a like oh well, the first movie was about the husband um and the villain was a this guy. Um, so then in the sequel, the, we'll have the, the wife be featured and, uh, the villain will yeah, be a woman. Ladies can do stuff um, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm very much aware I... of that. Um, and it, it was great. I do love it. I mean, it's, it seems like, um, it, it's a little, it, it's almost too obvious. Like they're, they're required to feature women. Did you feel, or do you feel like that, that was a story that would have told, they would have told anyway, despite no, the. Think... I think it was a story they would have told anyway. I don't know if his hand was forced as much in that. I, I just I didn't like how it came about in the story. I guess is what I'm saying. And I really liked I liked the message that Syndrome was kind of sending the original villain, where it was kind of the yeah. I'm gonna make everyone have a superpower so nobody's special. That kind of that angle I thought was a cool little observation or insight versus this. It's like. Was that from the yeah, first movie? Yeah, well, his whole his yeah, whole okay, plan right, right, right. is to his whole plan is to give everyone gadgets and be able to be superheroes, and that will make superheroes irrelevant—the actual superheroes, you know. And right, so if everyone kind of has a power, then nobody has power. But then this one was just—I—I I, I didn't get the same impact with the message, and also I saw—I uh, kind of saw this one. I saw this one coming a lot more, I guess. Even though that they set up the kid in the first one, I, I thought it was kind of a cool personal villain. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It, the villain was was the worst part of this. Um, I kind of, I, I almost would have preferred it if there wasn't the twist. If like, it wasn't, a, she wasn't controlling the screensaver. Like the screensaver was actually like another villain. 
uh, that would, yeah. that would have been kind of cool, and it could have been anybody. I just uh, the screensaver was more interesting than the woman behind screensaver was, because I I didn't really get her whole thing. Um, it, and it it was almost kind of like um, uh, hey you kids get off my porch sort of a villain where. Uh, everyone's been taken over by technology, so I'm gonna like destroy technology, and it, it's it's kind of yeah. similar to like almost um, what the Avengers: Infinity War, where the guys like the world's overpopulated, humans are destroying the world, everyone uh, we wipe out half the population, and um, kind of it was a little bit similar. But um, do you have, like f- favorite moments at all? I, I I remember the the Jack Jack Raccoon battle was was pretty good. That was. Easily my favorite yeah. moment, the raccoon battle, and the kid. I mean, in terms of just things that were delightful for parents and yeah. kids, that definitely scratched a lot of itches. I really liked the the new superheroes that almost X Men style that come in and they've got the goggles on and those kind of battles. I really liked that new Void, where she was like throwing stuff through different yeah. time portals. Yeah, and and obviously uh, none of them were any on the level as the Incredibles or, or Frozen, or the main characters, um, they were a little too niche. I mean, what, what the, uh, mm-hmm. the old man with acid reflux was just, was just yeah, disgu- reflux. disgusting. I, I let you decide whether it's a superpower or indigenous. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you, you decide. <laughs> hey, you tell me. I don't know. Um, they should have had Adam Sandler do that voice. Yeah, it pretty much could have been. We we. So, I uh I did like I did like the Jack Jack Raccoon bits. Uh, yeah, I thought though I think those two would the in the action scenes in general. I really liked the Underminer. I the the runaway train scene was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, like her 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 girl. on the bike was kind of amazing. Where like to imagine someone pulling that off is kind of nuts. But yeah, the uh, I guess just the the method in which they choose to utilize her her stretchability on a motorcycle was kind of like whipping yourself up into different levels. Um, was yeah, pretty inve- was yeah, really it was pretty inventive. Cool. Um, but yeah, and then um, so yeah, it's already surpassed the first one at the worldwide box office, uh, largest opening for a animated film. Um, the first one won an Oscar for Best Animated. I mean, is this up there? Is this Oscar-worthy? Is it uh, on the level of... Uh... Uh, well, we haven't seen them all yet. Is it, is it Finding Nemo? I... Is it, uh, is it uh, Toy Story 1 and 3 worthy? I think so. I think it's going to... I would be very surprised if, if it's not the front runner. I, I don't know all of what is yet to come, but... I, I, I'm going to assume it is. Now, when we did our Pixar Super Chop, both of us had this at the outskirts of our top ten, the the original one. So I think I had mine at eight and you had it at nine. Or I 10. think I had mine higher than that. I think oh, I, yeah, I think it was, like higher on yeah, your list? Yeah, I think it was, if not top five, top three. Because it's like, I mean, I like Wally, Finding Nemo, Toy Story 3. Um, uh, I'd put Incredibles up there. Maybe you're right, actually. I can't remember. But, um... I mean, we'll so because I had I had it lower because I had it closer to ten because I didn't feel that it had some of the emotional. Impact I was just gonna say that, that. Some of, some of yeah, my... that one didn't, and neither did this, and it's the most successful movie now um, because of the insatiable lust for superhero movies. Uh, yeah. The only thing people like to go to the movie to see movies to see. Um, we thought Coco would be nominated, and it. It could have been. It still was deserving, but that was much more of a tug mm-hmm. at the heartstrings 
um that pixar like like the heart that 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 they really try to include in a lot of pixar movies and they did try with this one too it was a little more surface level um it was mostly yeah. about the action i mean we thought we thought that coco might be nominated for best picture not even just oh no that, yeah that's that's picture. yeah that's what i'm i guess that's what i meant oh you were asking if i think that this is going to be nominated for best picture i do not yeah if that's that question. yeah i think it will be the likely the front runner for best animated feature yeah. but i do not think it will be nominated for best picture yeah no it, it doesn't really i mean what animate what um action movies ever are um but yeah, it's still great. I mean, if you want, if you want some heart though. Let's talk about that. Uh, the, the shorts are always awesome. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. Bow was great. What do you think of that? Bow, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I my favorite one in terms of the shorts was the the lava, the volcano. The one before um, Mo- Moana, or no? I can't. That I was can't like a precursor to Moana, I think. Yeah, it was something. I really liked the. The volcanoes but that one the bow was really cute yeah it was adorable um and and then the moment where because then you're like wait what the fuck she's she's eating this like thing that's come alive yeah. and then it obviously the reveals that she's just like eating her feelings and her son has left home mm-hmm. and uh it was really cool because yeah. i i mean yeah I, the theater i was in and or i can just speak to me and uh, the friend i was with we were kind of we bought into the fact that this is a magic bow that's come to life and we didn't really think about the mm-hmm. allegory or whatever. And then when she like eats it, it's like, Oh my God, you monster. How it? Yeah. The, the gasps. Yeah. There were gasps. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. Like nobody made the connection. Like, Oh, obviously it's, you know, it's, uh, just her, her eating her feeling. Um, so that was kind of a, a cool little moment. Got me there. Yeah, I like I like the tug at the heartstring stuff. And sometimes when you get those, now we don't need any more than we what we got of the volcanoes, but sometimes you almost wish they were their own. They get extended into their own feature, but maybe maybe their best left bite size. Yeah, that's exactly what um, what's so great about them is that they just just left out there and they they're wrapped up kind of perfectly and they're not beaten to death. Do you remember when the cloud was making the animals? Do you remember that it was these clouds and they would make baby yes, animals yeah. and then the storks would come to the clouds and there was this one odd cloud and he would make all the kind of scary animals on the Yeah, planet. the black cloud, like, yeah. Electric eels and and sharks and this poor uh this poor guy had to keep coming and and the the, the cloud felt depressed because he thought that he was getting abandoned but the stork comes back with a football helmet. Yeah. That was one I was like, man, I, that would be an interesting movie. Yeah, but that's I, great. They, I love all those. Man. But then they made a movie about storks with Andy Samberg that nobody went to see. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm <laughs> maybe too much. Maybe that was too much of a good Less thing. is more, Bob. Yes, that is true. That is true. But yeah, so for me overall, uh, I do not I think it kind of falls into sequelville where mm-hmm. the sequel is not as good as the original. Uh, I did like some of the new elements. Um I was physically attracted to Elastigirl. I think <laughs> that's that's I very bold of you to admit that on on air. Uh, no, I mean, I guess physically attracted might be going too far. But I was like, oh, she looks nice. Um, then uh, I think the dad bit at home kind of dragged a little bit. I was underwhelmed by the villain, but uh, overall the action scenes and more Frozone kind of put this uh, to me at like a B range. So definitely worth a watch. But uh, not as good as number one. How about yourself? Yeah, I um, 
I mean, it just uh, they're super fun and it, they're they're really funny. Um, both movies. Um, it, it's not. It, I think a lot of people may maybe overrate the Incredibles series just because of um, it being in a, a superhero action movie. And there's obviously the the ones that really last are you know the Finding Nemo's, the Toy Story threes, the 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 up, the the ones that you know get yeah. you crying. Um, I, play the heart. Play the heart. I, but, you remember that scene that Owen Wilson had in uh, Wedding Crashers where he tells her not to go for the jokes but to, to play the heart? Yeah, he come from the heart. heart. That's come from the People heart. People only like man. funny and things that's... if it's like a small thing like, oh, Jenny really likes money. Ha, 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 ha. Um, I think you're going to hear crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, you were saying? No, uh, just that um, this was a lot of fun and um, – Really enjoyed it and actually made me realize how much the first one, because I haven't seen it in 14 years, probably. I'll, I'll rewatch the other ones that we've mentioned, but it's been a while since The Incredibles. And um, it was great. It was like a super fun. I, I'd say I'd say A minus. I mean, because Pixar is really all, they're always on top of their game. Yeah. So you're saying The Incredibles was super fun? <laughs> it was super fun. It was. <laughs> Frozone, yeah! Frozone! Honey, where is my super suit? Back up! I can hold him for a couple minutes! How long do you think Sam Jackson stays in that? Do you think Sam Jackson was in that recording booth for as long as we've been on this podcast? Oh, he came in for a half hour and just like bang. Yeah. One take, all those lines. Parachuted in. Where is my super suit? Alright, next scene, please. Okay, well, cool. Let's let's end that there. I I I need to go watch uh, Jurassic Park, uh, the Lost World, or Jurassic I... World. Is it Jurassic World, the Lost? Jurassic World, the Fallen. The Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. I always hate those sequel um, bylines or the subtitles. The Lost World. I mean, the Lost Kingdom part. Did you enjoy Lost World, the first, the first one? No. See, I I did. The the Jeff Goldblum one with uh. Uh, what's her name? Julianne Moore. No, what the Jeff? Oh, you're talking about the Chris Pratt. Yeah, the Lost yeah. World. Okay. Yeah, the or no, that one was called Jurassic. World. Yeah, Jurassic World. I thought you said Lost World, which was the Jeff. Oh, oh, no, Lost Lost See? World was the third one. Yeah, that was terrible. No, Jurassic okay. World was great. Or it was it was a lot I of did, fun. I did like it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, you've like seen that. the Lost Kingdom. Is that right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, fallen the Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. All right. Well, I can't keep them straight up. So. I have guns. So you go see I'll go it. See it. We'll, we'll chop it we'll up chop later. About All right. Cool. Um, I got to get back to cool. losing my money. You know, uh, the thing about Vegas is, um, a fool and his money are soon parted. Uh, there so there go. you go. <laughs> Just remember to listen to your boy, Vince Vaughn, speaking of wedding crashers, and double down. Double okay. Down. When you get it, double down. Your money. So, yeah, I'm going to play us out with some Mike Myers singing to us from So I Murdered and Axe Murder. He's talking about some sexy cartoons, which I think you'll appreciate. So, from us at the analysis, bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Take it easy. She stole my heart and my cat. Betty, Judy, Josie, and those hot pussy cats. They make me horny. Saturday morning, girls of cartoons won't leave me in ruins. I want to be Betty's Barney.
Hey, Jane, get me off this crazy thing called love.